Hey, everybody. This is Amazing Fantasy Football. I am Josh, and the pussy to my Tony Soprano is... Chris. I don't like where I just ended up. I don't like where I just ended up. Are we starting over again? No, I just don't like where I ended up. All right, cool. All right, so yeah, uh, sorry. The... I've been I've been watching uh, Sopranos, and uh, yeah, just finished season one. I'm not sure where the show's going, but I've heard it's good, so I'm going to keep on going. I got nothing better to do, anyways. Oh, you've never seen um, it? Neither have I. Neither have I. You've never watched it? Yeah. How How you doing tonight, Chris? I'm doing amazing, right? man. Yeah. It's uh right. It's uh, I'm doing amazing. It's a nice long weekend. Um, you know, uh, that, that is nothing to you. You don't what, work. What? That's not true because now Kira's home, so I don't have as much work to do with the kids. With the kids, I can tink more, as you like to call it. <laughs> um, but tink. also, all right, exactly. I like to tinker. Um, but also, I've uh, been getting some things done around the house. Feeling good about that. Uh, feeling good about football. Um, you know, feeling good about life. Um, I'm hope everybody's here to enjoy some amazing fantasy analysis. Yeah. Um... I gotta say, I've, I've been thinking about this. When you said you're like, "Yeah, Julie Roberts doesn't do anything for me." Here's what. Here's my synopsis of Julie Roberts. My personal opinion. Mm. Julie Roberts is the most beautiful woman that I don't want to sleep with. It's actually, not a bad way to put it. To be clear, I was not talking about her talent as an actress, although she's oh, no. probably not. She's not on my Mount Rushmore of like fe- of, of female leads, if you will. Um, but. No. She's probably in the top 10 easily, I would guess, off the top of my head. It was just more of a preference as, as far as attractiveness, right? Without going we, into we the backstory of, of where yeah. this conversation started. Right. Um, yeah. Exactly. So I, that's more or less what I was saying about her. Uh, uh, having said that, I do love a bunch of her movies. Uh, and she's an amazingly talented woman and also very beautiful. But no, Favorite not, Julia Roberts she, movie? Oh, pretty Woman. And it's not close. Although I really like Aaron Brockovich. Oh, Love Aaron Brockovich. Such a good movie. Yeah, I was going to say Aaron Brockovich. It's kind Where of my, my I, w- I wouldn't blame one. you. I wouldn't blame you. It, it's a very close second for me. I just, I watched a documentary with, I think it was with my wife uh, on that movie. A documentary. I guess it was. Yeah. Or the movie. It might have been Netflix. About the real Aaron the Brockovich? No, about Pretty Woman. It might have been the movies that made us oh. off Netflix. Whatever it was. It was a really good look back on it. Uh, it was a really good movie. Is. Is. I think it's pretty boring, but whatever. Um, okay, so we're amazing fantasy football. Uh, we are not here amazing to talk about Julie some... Roberts movies. <laughs> Despite this, hails back to a conversation we were having, like I don't know, yeah. a couple of days yeah. ago or whatever, via text. Anyways, um, we are here to talk about the top twenty-four wide receivers of the twenty twenty-one season. We, of yes. course, are going by the half PPR scoring. That is half point per reception uh, for for you layman's out there. Um, uh, let's let's just let's just kick it off. Well, are you ready, Chris? I am. I'm gonna save this okay. Uh, number off. number one on our list is oh, right, right, Cooper right. Cup. Of course, uh, Cooper Cup, the the first winner of the receiver triple crown since what was it, two thousand five? Steve Smith was the last guy to get it. When he was the Panthers catches yards and touchdowns. You got it. Nice. Um, anyways, so yeah, Cooper Cubs are number one, the number one wide receiver in fantasy this year. And it's kind of, I mean, he was number one by 66 and a half points to Debo Samuel. Dude, he um, had 191 targets. What was, what was, uh, what's his name? Michael Thomas's record season, uh, about three years ago now. 
Gosh, it was a lot. It was like 195 catches. Oh, really? Okay. 180 wow. something catches. It was, yeah, it was yeah. almost, it was so getting, well over it was, 200 targets. Yeah. It, okay. Yeah. It was edging towards 200 receptions that year. But not to take away from cup season. Because wasn't uh, but, Jerry Rice's record like 179 or 185 receptions? And he broke that. But the thing is, Jerry Rice is catching ridiculous. 18 plus touchdowns all every single season <laughs> in those days. Granted, Cup got 16. It was because of the stickum on his hands, Chris. It was because of the yeah. stickum. It had a lot to do with West Coast offense and the quarterback throwing him the ball. Both of them. Anyways, um, yeah, Cooper Cup was amazing. And if you remember uh, preseason, Chris, it was a lot of um, there was a lot of uh, divide in the fantasy community. Uh, team Robert Woods versus Team Cooper Cup. Robert Woods was actually by far the favorite. Not by far, but he was the favorite. Um, he was going off the board as uh, wide receiver, sorry, 14 at uh, at pick 41 overall, whereas Cooper Cup was going off as wide receiver 17 at pick 44. And a lot of that was, you know, That's like Matthew Stafford coming serious? into wow. town and everything and, and blah, 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 yada, yada. We didn't know. I mean, yeah, Stafford know. couldn't even get this done with Calvin Johnson. That is impressive. I mean, better That's overall fair. team, I think. And obviously, you know. two very contrasting receivers are Cooper Cup versus a Megatron. We get it. But yeah, that's a really good point, man. I, I'm a little flabbergasted by how well he did. But yeah. I mean, I was on Cooper Cup all the way. Like, I mean, just because of the 2019 we, we season. Were partial. I was very we biased. were both partial to him, for sure. For sure. Oh, you were? I, I thought it was. I had him above me, Woods. But... Absolutely. I've always loved Cup. Okay. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying right. to revision his history. I just, I remember recall us both I think you are. preferring him. I think you were higher overall. On Cup, mm-hmm. you had him higher in your receiver rankings, if I recall. Uh, but no, I definitely had him over Woods. Oh boy, you're gonna make me bring that up, aren't you? No. Okay. Um, let's just let's just call it a day with Cooper Cup. Like he's great. He's gonna yeah. be next season, man. He's probably gonna be in like the top five, seven picks in pre-draft rankings for people. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if he's gonna be able to repeat what he did this year. I mean, it's. It's pretty Assuming special he, what he did this year. I guess the question pretty special. is, is he the wide receiver one uh, in draft time next year, or is it Devontae Adams? It's going to be Cup. You think so? Hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm a fan. I, I can't argue against it, but I feel like the consistency. The fact that he was, that he was sniffing that Adams. wide receiver one in 2019 before he kind of. Uh, yeah. Yep. Nope. I'm there. I agree. I agree. I agree. And I then now think, he did it this year. I, I just I can't blame somebody for going Adams either. But hey, we don't know. What's I don't either with Rogers. But let's we not get ahead. Let's not. Yeah, let's not get in the woods. Yeah, let's not get ahead of ourselves here. Uh, number two on our list is Debo Samuel, and this is the first guy that I wanted to talk about, of course, because, um, well, I, Chris, I think you, I think you know why, because he helped the little dynasty team that could um, punch above its weight class and knock out the reigning champ uh, Keith in our dynasty league. I okay. So the day after that was more or less done, like I pretty much won the 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 championship. I literally walked outside of my building the the next day, and I heard someone yelling out "King Slayer, King Slayer," and I was like, "That's me. I'm the King Slayer." I, I then point. found out that my very hard of hearing neighbor was watching Game of Thrones, and they were talking about <laughs> Jamie Lannister. Screaming um, television. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyways. I mean, how good is that nickname, Kingslayer? That's a freaking great. awesome it's, good you name. Know, it's, that, it's, that is a great nickname. Anyway, not, the, not uh, just let's, the show, let's... the name, but also, hey, you know, Slayer. <laughs> yep. 
Uh, let's let's get back into Debo here. Uh, like a lot of players this season, he was a bit of a tale of two halves with Debo, only in, in a little different way with Debo as opposed to like uh, didn't have a lot of production in one half but had great production in another. Um, it was more of a in the first half of the season, like literally you can split the season down the middle with, with Debo. If like the first half of the season, he was averaging, um, he never had more than two rushing attempts per game. But then in the back half, um, after the 49ers uh, running backs, Debo was pretty well depleted. I mean, this is after like, um, what's his face? Uh, Raheem Mostert went down. Elijah Mitchell, who was a very early kind of breakout for him. Um, the rookie there was doing well. Uh, who's that other guy that you were really Trey Sermon was kind of not like a bust, but like just wasn't playing up to his no, yeah, what what people pretty thought his potential busty. was pretty gonna busty be at this point. Um, it's hard to argue. Um, yeah, and then Jeff, um, what's his name? Jeff Wilson was got injured very early on, too. So Debo Samuel, after that, like starting in, uh, I'm sorry, what is it here? It is in starting in week 10, man, he was then averaging, um. He was he, uh, he was averaging oh, sorry in the first eight games he was averaging th- uh, three quarters of a rushing yard per game and then after that he was averaging five point eight eight rushing yards per game or attempts per game uh, so, uh, yards per attempt is that what you're saying oh I'm sorry yes. attempts per game attempts per yes, game yes attempts per game attempts per Thank game you, I have all these stats written down wrong like it's I have fine. the I have the right numbers but I, I have the wrong you're going. association yeah, yeah. Uh, so like for example in, in yeah. week twelve yeah. in and week twelve we only have yeah. So in week 12, though, he only had four targets, one reception for 12 yards. But then he had six attempts for 66 yards and two rushing touchdowns. So, you know, yep. Debo, great. Uh, anyways, uh, you know, D- Debo only had three games with less than 15 fantasy points per game uh, with less than 15 fantasy points. And only two of those were in single digits. And that is how you get to be the wide receiver, two on the season, mm. along mm. with, you know. The, the 14 total touchdowns. He had more re- rushing touchdowns than he did receiving touchdowns, Chris. Oh, that's crazy. I didn't even realize that. That is bananas. No, uh, I, what do you... Go ahead. I was just going to ask, like, how do you feel about Debo for next year? Like, he's the wide receiver two on the season this year. I, I, but, like, wow. I don't think you can draft him as such. What, what, I, what no. I mean to say is he's immensely talented. He's going to be top 10, top five or six probably. But what I'm saying is... A lot of the narrative was his rushing uh, efficiency couldn't could not continue, but it did. And hey, he uh, deserves credit for that. Uh, you mentioned the rushing touchdowns; he absolutely deserves credit for that. I think it had a lot to do with, as you mentioned, Sermon and others going down with injury or just not performing well. I want. I think a lot of what coincided with him getting more carries was Eli- Elijah. Yes, Elijah Mitchell. Yep. Sneezing. Uh, sneezing. <laughs> seizing the job. <laughs> Oh shoot! Uh, sne- seizing the job, <laughs> and they get and they get hurt right after. Like it was only a couple games, and then he went down for a whole. I don't mm. know. It felt like quite. No, a few it was weeks. more than a couple games, but yeah. Okay, it felt like only a couple when and he really needed them. <laughs> um, and they had nowhere else to go, and I don't think you can bank on that next season. I just don't think you can. I, I think the I think the problem too that you're thinking of is they're they're talking about switching over to Trey Lance next year too. Um, Ooh, you know that does intrigue yeah, me. Ooh, man, and, 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 well, and Jimmy G, Jimmy G leaving. Uh, you get a healthy Kittle. Although Kittle was healthy at the end of the year, and and uh, Debo was still productive. So fair. Yep. 
you, you know, like um, I think Jimmy G's. Name I don't know. I, I think he's going to be later. a top ten guy, but I don't think you should. He should be going as a wide receiver. I think we're in the same ballpark. I think there. that belongs yeah. to Devontae Adams still, or yep. one or two. Devontae Adams, Cooper Cup, however you want to rank them, that belongs to those two guys. But I mean, mm-hmm. you know, um, I'm sorry. Hold on. Let me flip back over. Let me flip uh, sheets here. And so, like the the wide receiver. Let's say well, let's see the wide receiver ten last year. He was the pick 30 overall, and that was Terry McLaurin. What a bust that was, but still, like, so you're looking at the somewhere in the third round for Debo. That doesn't sound too bad. How do you feel about that? I think I'd, I think I'd pay up end of second easily, maybe even mid-second. I, I'm fine with third, absolutely. Huh. Yeah. Meaning second I'd, round. I think I'd like the third round better. Well, yeah, but I can't always have my cake and eat it, too. <laughs> It's a matter of mathematics. I'm a bit of a, a chubby gentleman. I want my cake and I want to eat it too. Don't let give me put it cake this way. If he's, my wide, if he's my wide you. receiver three, if <laughs> no stabbing, <laughs> let me put it this way. If he's my wide receiver three, I'm sorry. Yes. Wide receiver three overall. I'm fine taking him in the second, assuming Adams and Cup are gone. If, if he's my three. So yeah, third is great. Second. We'll see. Hey, if Trey Lance, Shows us something in the offseason. He's got to really uh, show us something. I man. know, I know. But again, we're in the same ballpark as far as a top 10 guy, maybe below five. Top 10 five to wide 10. receiver. Yeah, wide receiver. Just to, yeah. Be, just, just to be clear. Just to be clear. Yeah, he's not changing positions. <laughs> just, yeah, no, no, I'd no. Like you, to... said, you said top 10. I'm like, not top 10 pick. Top 10 oh, wide receiver. Oh, yes, correct. Correct. Wide receiver. Okay. Yep. Um, so our number three, let's, let's keep moving and try and, uh, let's, uh, you know, try and keep this going. Number three is Devonte Adams. He was still great this year. He did miss, um, a game or two, I believe. Um, got 16 games for him. Um, yeah. So he missed a game, but Aaron Rodgers also missed a game. Did they miss the same game? I don't remember. I'm not going to look it up either. No, I don't either. But I mean, Devonte Adams, like, like I just alluded to, I mean, make him your wide receiver one next year again. That's if Aaron Rodgers stays. You know, yeah, we're I'm sure we're, we'll hear about that plenty. Yeah, we got a lot to talk about in the offseason. It's Brett Favre just... all over again, folks. Only it's Aaron right. Rodgers instead of oh, Brett Favre. God. Yawn. But we'll just move. We're moving uh, forward with analysis of Devontae Adams, assuming Rodgers is going to be there. Yes, correct. Uh, yeah. Uh, and we're going to we're just going to stop on guys that we wanted to talk about because we kind of want to, you know, kind of flip through these things. Uh, Justin Jefferson was the wide receiver four. Surprisingly, he. Um, I think he was more of a tale of two halves guy with the second half being a lot better since Adam Thielen was out for injury for some of that second half of the season. Therefore, um, seceding some touchdowns to Jefferson. God, I hope I use that word right. Uh, Jamar Chase was a wide receiver five. That was a lot due to he had a 50 point game against the Cowboys. Right. That's not right. Yeah, that feels so correct. Uh, had a 50 point game in there somewhere. Did they even play each other? I don't know. It's late in the up, season, Chris? folks. What can I say? I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, no. Sorry. Um, it was Kansas City in week 17. 44 so points. Was not, My bad. It was not. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Let me flip. Uh, sorry. 50.1 in week 17. Uh, it, it, yeah. You know why? Because never mind. I didn't have him in Dynasty. Um, anyways, let's move along to <laughs> Tyreek Hill at hey, number hey, six. Hey, real, real quick on Jamar. Nope. Uh, I caught nope. a nope. quick. Don't we're not stop. Just, no, I'm just joking. What's up, man? I uh, caught a quick snippet of uh, Randy Moss. I think he works for ESPN. You know, they all got their turn to talk about the Bengals Raiders, and he went to the receivers, and he was really impressed with how well they block. Like, I know that's fantasy irrelevant, but 
I don't know, man. Really good receiving core. We are very high in tickets. Um, one thing I want to circle back around to, or just go back to Chase real quick, is mm-hmm. is that do you remember that both of us were kind of down on Chase because of all that BS in the beginning of this, but like preseason about like, oh Chase has so many drops and blah blah. blah. Like therefore we yep. both like we're like mm, we bought in torpedo bought him. In. I bought in. Yep. I mean, yeah, not to I a ridiculous degree, but we definitely didn't draft him because we we lowered him. A lot, quite a bit. I picked him up, and but he was available in like a free agency in almost every league I was in, other outside of dynasty. Wow. You know, like, right, right at the beginning of the season. You mean, like undrafted? Yeah, he yeah. Didn't get drafted? Oh, I mean, yeah. it's a ten-team work league, I guess. But wow, <laughs> no, we it was that, like even in my, we weren't even that in my low on work league, He wasn't available. <laughs> we weren't that low on him, to be clear. But yeah, we we were low enough to where we didn't draft him in most places. Yeah. Anyways, uh. On to Tyree Kill at number six. It was kind of a down year for Tyree Kill. He did play in seven. He played in all seventeen games. He, even though he kind of didn't in there and one after like having COVID or testing positive or something. Uh, Patrick Mahomes definitely missed the game. That's for sure. Anyways, um, you know, better days ahead for Tyree Kill. He's gonna be a he's gonna yeah. be a top five wide receiver next year probably. He'll probably slide into the top five, whereas Devo Samuel will probably slide out. Right. Cool. Yeah, yeah, I would think so. On to Stefan Diggs, uh, the Buffalo Bills wide receiver at, at uh, number seven. He played in all 17 games, but it was just a down. Man, does it feel like he was a wide receiver seven? Like, no, no. He I was th- so, there's a, like, I, there's a lot of pedestrian that, <laughs> that it was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he was, he averaged, I'm sorry, I don't have his points per game. My bad. I didn't put that in the spreadsheet. Um, anyways, where were so oh. we at? Hill? Hill? Oh, I have, yeah. Or no, Diggs. He's averaged 13.8 13. points per game. There you go. Sorry. I was pulling that up. Mm-hmm. Um, Mike Evans, he's the wide receiver eight. Uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers wide receiver, of course. I know why. I started looking to Evans, and I got really bored. But um, Evans, he's he's here, but he was just – I mean, he is the he is like the modern-day Vincent Jackson. If you remember Vincent Jackson from back in the day, he was extremely yeah. boom bust. Peaks and valleys, and that's all it was. Like it was literally like peak, valley, peak, valley, peak, valley. And it was never to like be, to peak, be fair peak, to valley, Evans. Peak, peak, valley, uh, you know, like Vincent uh was 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 hurt a lot. Jackson. Ja- Vincent Jackson was hurt a lot. But in the season that he was like he stayed healthy the entire year, trust oh, me, yeah. had oh, no, you're right. championship. Yeah. Uh yeah. yeah, it was it was like boom bust, boom bust, boom bust. And it was very touchdown dependent for Mike Evans, too. Like if he didn't score a touchdown, he was probably getting you single digits. Vincent you know? Jackson had to deal with Antonio Gates, if I recall correctly, in terms of target competition. Uh, not, in his, not in his good season. Okay. Keenan Allen was already there? Mm, pre-Keenan Allen. Remember. Yeah, I thought so. I thought so. Okay, go ahead. Um, yeah, Vincent Jackson was my wide receiver three that year with um, Calvin Johnson and Wes Welker, and that was like Wes Welker's best year. Totally, oh, yeah. like smashed a championship out of with that mm-hmm. wide receiving core. I was unreal. Anyways, um, onto onto a wide receiver nine here, Deontay Johnson. Your man, love go. <laughs> uh, as Josh says, he finished as a wide receiver nine. Uh, his ADP was a twenty one. Uh, for just a. Reminder, folks, that's average draft position. Uh, oh, yeah. I forgot, to have, I forgot to mention a lot of these ADPs in the these second. guys. My bad, but yeah. That's all right. Um, and he, his ADP was as the wide receiver 21. I know those are two identical numbers, but what it means, he was drafted as the 21st pick uh, approximately. So end of second, uh, and he was drafted as 
potentially the wide receiver 21, and he finishes wide receiver 9. I mean, amazing value there. The Steelers uh, were 15th in passing yards. I like to mention that with all of these guys because I think it's a direct correlation to kind of how much and how often they throw and how well they throw. Uh, Deontay was tied for second overall in the league with 169 targets, which is a career high for him. We nice. all know who number one was, uh, Cup. Uh, Can I Renfro, stop you real quick? Yep. I think a lot of that, is, like one of my guys that we're going to talk about here in a minute, is the same thing. It's just really, really bad offensive line play for the, the Steelers. Mm -hmm. And that's, I, I kind of go down like, the quarterback path. Uh, I, mean, I think clear. we, I think we talked about something like the other but day. Um, or was sense. it last week about like, I really wanted, I kind of wanted to see, like, because big, big Ben, old Ben, whatever, um, mm -hmm. he sounded like he looked a lot better this year as far as throwing the ball. It looked like, it was he wasn't just throwing like dead ducks out there like Peyton Manning in his last year. It was mm -hmm. just man, that offensive line was offensive this year for the for the Steelers, and he had no time to throw, leading to to that like low, low yeah, that yeah. low a dot or I more or less go down the quarterback path, uh, but also uh, sorry, I just right. want I, mean, I just want to like I mean, like real real life football it's, exactly. gets in there, and it's also part of a. What am I trying to say? It's an Matter. it's all part of the equation of Deontay having that type of season. Let me put it that way. And the Steelers struggling through the passing game. Mm -hmm. Keep going. <laughs> Coincidentally, <laughs> uh, Deontay is the fifth lowest in terms of yards per reception out of the top 24 receivers we'll be discussing today. Uh, Renfro, Keenan Allen, Waddle, and Amon Raw St. Brown were actually lower. Uh, it's worth mentioning. We all know Big Ben is washed, um, but he, you know, he didn't get a lot of help from his offensive line either. Uh, uh, in fact, many of my receivers I'll discuss today are kind of the guys that had limitations due to their supporting cast, be it quarterback, offensive line, receivers, tight ends, etc. Offensive supporting cast. Or just like bad teams, bad offenses, etc. Deontay did set career highs across the board despite having a corpse for quarterback. I... I, I I laugh, but uh, he didn't look good. But uh, as me and Josh discussed, there's a lot of a uh, the equation there in terms of offense. I think he looked better this year than he did the year before. I also don't think he can throw down the field like he used to because of his shoulder. I think that's apparent. You mean elbow? And I Ooh, don't. Sorry, yeah. I don't know if you're 100 percent accurate on that. Mm. If you're the Steelers, do you bring him back? It's not the impression they gave. His last quote. His last home game. When they talked about it week, I guess it was last week of the season when they got in to the playoffs. Hey, we got a whole playoffs to play. We'll see. I could be wrong. Here's, the, here's my, if I'm if I'm the Steelers front office, I want to see mm. be like, all right, I want to watch you throw that ball down the field as far as you can. Mm. And mm. if you can't do it, then I why am I trying to get offensive line to try and protect you? You yeah. know, like, yeah. Where, I mean, you need, need to, to anyways for the assets. quarterback of the future. The only problem with it is, where are you getting a quarterback from? Yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, they they're not picking high. Obviously, they're in the playoffs. They're they're not picking uh, high. There's not yeah. there's not supposed to be a big uh, a good quarterback what about Jimmy class Garoppolo? this year. What about Jimmy Garoppolo? They could get Jimmy G, and we discussed this last week, didn't we? Like Jimmy G could fit for yeah. Pittsburgh. Yeah, I'll bring him up again later because just again, a lot of my receivers have this kind you of just theme. Think he's super handsome. Oh, he's no, so dreamy. Right. Uh, a lot of my receivers have that theme of again limitations at the quarterback position or offensive line supporting cast. Like it's. I think Deontay's a really talented receiver, and I think he could be better. Uh, but again, like I said, he set careers highs. Uh, but, I mean, with with a more competent quarterback, let's put it that way, I think he could put up some eye-popping stats and probably improve on his downfield numbers, bigger plays, etc. I think he's a shoo-in for a top-12 wide receiver next year. Um, 
depending on what happens at quarterback with some upside. I just think he's going to get a ton of targets again. And he's proved some durable. He's been durable. I wish I had a stuffed elephant right now. Chris, I would like to um, introduce you to the elephant in the room of drops. Oh. Doing the first uh, half of the season, five in the back half. At least five. Yeah, it's fine. He'll be fine. You can fix it. Okay. I, I think mean, if they, I think if they I, were worried not, about the drops, you would have seen a, I, a downtick in his targets, and you did. I'm not in. I'm not in like man love with with Deontay Johnson, like and with Cooper Cup. Um, well, no, but my Deontay I, I Johnson it. love is based solely on value. I mean, he's a wide receiver nine. He was drafted as a wide receiver twenty one. Okay, like I think it's. I think there's upside there. I cool. think he could get better depending on what happens to quarterback okay. and offensive line. Yep. Uh, you done? Well, okay. Mm-hmm. So next year, are you saying he's a top 15 wide receiver coming off the board? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I said he's top 12, I believe. Interesting. Yeah. Wide receiver one. Let's move along. Let's, let's move it along, Nugget, to wide receiver 10, Mike Williams. This was the the, the wide receiver for the, I almost said the Clippers, the Los Angeles Chargers. <laughs> um... An enigma. I, I almost said me. Clippers, then I almost said Rams, and I finally got it right before I said any of that with the Chargers. The Ram Clippers. Um, he's not. I don't think he's an enigma. I think it was all just a first half of the season mirage, and because after that it was, it was not good. Um, let's move along to wide receiver number eleven, who is number two on my list, and that's Hunter Renfro. And I gotta say, wow. Just wow. Like, I'm going to chalk up some of this to Darren Waller getting injured. Uh, Chris, remember when I was like, hey, Darren Waller's injured. Pick up and start Foster Moreau. Uh, yeah, I was I was really Should wrong with that one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it turns out uh, the one Mr. Hunter Renfro was the guy that you wanted to have uh, on your team. And, and to, to not only add to your team, but also more or less be a weekly starter for you, too. Like, he really, mm-hmm. like a guy that, like, I'm going to bring this up here again in a second. But Hunter Renfro was a guy you wanted in your starting lineup, if, especially if you had Mike Evans, because sure. he was just like he was kind of Great that pairing. like stable yep. baseline, stable baseline. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's let's not get it too ahead of ourselves here. Um, I, Darren Waller and Hunter Renfro didn't really mesh well with each other, like when they did play uh, on the when they were on the field at the same time. And by that, I mean. Um, after Darren Waller's injury in Week 12, it kept him, which kept him out the rest of the season. He did. He is playing uh, currently as we're recording this. Um, yep. uh, Renfro only had one game in single digits and scored five out of his touch, uh, f- five out of his nine touchdowns after wow. Darren Waller got injured. The yep. problem with Renfro is is that uh, he was more of an anchor guy. To- problem. The only pr- he was more of an anchor guy than elite level wide receiver. Um, he only topped 15 points four times all season, as I alluded to before. Uh, Renfro did most of his point scoring after Waller was injured. He averaged 10 points, we'll just call it 10 and a half points prior to Waller's injury and almost 15 points after post Waller injury. Um, but while they were on the field together, they only hit they, the two of them only combined in two games with double digits. Otherwise, it was either one scored double digits or the other one did. That would be two Waller game, and Renfro. Two games out of how many did they play together? Do you have that? Um, I'm sorry. Here it was. Dun, 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 dun. At least you're gonna make me count. I don't sorry. like you. Seven or ten. It looks like ten games they played together. Oh, okay, more than I thought. All right. 
Yeah, so 20% of the games that they played together, they both combined for more than 10 points. Okay. But, yeah, and, but, and like I said, there was only one game all season where Waller, or I'm sorry, two games all season where Renfro topped 15 fantasy points. And that's like a, once again, as a reminder, we're going by half PPR scoring. Um, so, yeah, otherwise, you know, it was one or the other. I mean, I just, I don't know, man. It's, I think the question is whether they can coexist moving forward next year. Because clearly Renfro is not an outside guy. No, he's the, um, like... I think maybe you make Waller a bit more of a traditional inline guy. The, the problem is, with the problem is, too, is that the, the Raiders are still struggling to find that outside guy. They they have their inside yeah. guys, and that's yep. Waller and, and Renfro. Well, I know? mean, and I know, I know the organization has run poorly, or at least was being run poorly, but they thought, uh, what's his face? Rugs? Yeah, Rugs. Rugs. I get my Alabama guys confused sometimes. Was going to be that guy, and we haven't really seen it. Meaning he hasn't you know been out there because he hasn't been out there. You know why he hasn't been out there? He's because he's hurt all the time. Do you not remember what happened with Rugs? No, I guess not. Oh, he is he. Right. Uh, yeah, he is in some serious right. uh, doo doo yeah. for yeah. Uh, killing bad. someone in a DUI. Yeah, I, I, uh, two people. Two people. He killed two people. Yeah. My, the passenger my in his car I, I, and the I person in the other car. Completely phrase it wrong. I mean, I think he was physically hurt in the wreck, but yeah, he, we're more worried about him just not being available as a human being because uh, of his uh, for decisions. about five to ten, and that would be yeah. years, not weeks. Yeah, yeah, much less a suspension coming from uh, on high, as it were. Yeah, um, yeah Rugs is never so playing you, in the NFL ever again. So moving forward, you can't, you can't like. Yeah, he's not going to be there. So who 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 do you have? Because they have nobody. They used uh, what's his face a little bit. Um, Zay Jones. I mean, uh, they brought him, in Deshaun yep. Jackson, who's. Eh. Um, well, he was he he played a role and he was featured and he did what he was supposed to and he played well for an older guy. But you can't rely yeah. on him for 16, 17 games. Yeah, I, I think that like maybe assuming uh, assuming Carr is back next year because they're going to be bringing in a new head coach. Um, which I, I don't know. Once again, where are they where are they going to get a quarterback? Other than it's, I mean, this is a prime time for Jimmy Garoppolo to be hitting free agency if the 49ers let him. Like, it's prime. Like, oh, you I got two teams, at least two teams that are looking for a quarterback right now. Mm-hmm. At least I have no two. idea what Carr's contract situation is, but I assume if he's due for a contract, they'll give it to him. I, I, I maybe I'm too high on him, but I think Carr's. As good I as think he's been get. dealt a bad hand over and over and over again. Exactly, with, with and I Raiders. think he's yeah, exactly. I, I have a lot of hope that he can turn it around. Um, he, oh, don't get me wrong. Right. He makes some questionable play call, uh, questionable calls, but yeah, but sort of a ton of other quarterbacks. <laughs> like, not like probably more than half. Not Carson Wentz. Uh, for hey. no one, for people listening to this, I am making an awful face, and I hate Carson Wentz with a passion. So funny, you brought up uh, the Colts because you're wearing a Colts sweatshirt. I brought up you brought up Kingslayer earlier, and I'm wearing a Game of Thrones T-shirt. I didn't notice it until you were done with the conversation. <laughs> I didn't I even like, notice. Oh my it god, either. I'm wearing a Game I of Thrones shirt. That joke in my notes. <laughs> yep, I'm the guy who wore the con- the shirt to the concert or whatever. <laughs> I guess we both are. Anyway, yeah. Anyways, all right. Let's let's keep moving along here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hunter Renfro, assuming Derek Carr is back. I don't see why the co- coaching staff can't feature him, Waller, and Renfro, and just kind of do a West Coast style, like a like a hybrid West Coast, you know, whatever. Like a lot of underneath. you don't have the greatest offensive line. You need some short dinks and dunks. That's what Derek Carr's good at. He's the he's the king of dink and dunks. So why not? Anyways, 
Uh, let's keep moving along to get along, little dog. It is DK Metcalf. He's on. He's our wide receiver twelve. Once again, he is. Um, I mean, him and Ty Locker are actually back to back here. They're. I was going to say, by, might as well just discuss them both at the same time. They're separated by what? One point nine points. Um, oh. mm-hmm. I don't Andy know. Game. They're. they're, they're it's, it's Russ. I don't like the Seahawks right now. I don't like the Seahawks. I don't like Pete Carroll. I want Pete Carroll to go away. They actually average the same uh, points per game. They just I think DK just... was a disappointment, and we're worried about what's going to happen moving forward. In a nutshell, that quarterback. I want Pete coach. Carroll to be gone, and I want them to bring yeah. in a new head coach that's going to feature Russell Wilson. But there's no guarantee that game. it's going to be a. I mean, for fantasy, maybe that works, but there's no guarantee that's going to work in real life football, and therefore the guy's going to keep his job for long. Uh, who knows? I don't want Carroll either. Let me be clear. Hashtag I'm fire Carroll. A lot of question marks. A lot of question marks. I know. Let's, Let's move along to Keenan Allen. He's our wide receiver. Uh, sorry. Uh, DK Metcalf was our wide receiver 12, and Ty Lockett was 13. Um, Lockett was a really great guy to have on your team, kind of like, like in, a, in the same vein as Mike Evans, in the sense that he is just boom or bust, and that's what Ty Lockett is. He's shown that year in and year out. He is boom bust. He is the guy that you want on your team, like, and probably a guy that you want, like, as your wide receiver three, if you can swing, if you can swing it, with one of your other two guys uh, in your wide receiver starting uh, rotation to be a stable guy, a Hunter Renfro, a um, a guy we're going to talk about here in a second. Did we skip over Keenan Allen? Where is nope, Keenan Allen on this list? He's next. Oh, he's next. A Keenan Allen, a a you know, you know like you want a you want a a volume receiver to be this to, to be the the rock in your wide receiver core and you want a Tyler Lockett to be your shoot for the moon guy and hope that you hit you know that's how I like to construct my fantasy rosters at least it's, especially a wide receiver I like having a boom bus guy that's going to score me big I like having a, a solid foundational guy and then I try and have an elite wide receiver in there somewhere hopefully mm. you know yeah Hopefully. That's what I try and shoot for. Anyways, uh, number 14 on our list is Mr. Keenan Allen of the Los Angeles Chargers. Um, Chris, why don't you take it from here? You know, uh, you talked about your man love for... Why am I doing this voice? Um, (laughs) You talked... I talked about your man love for Deontay Johnson. Well... That is just that is just the tip of the the wide receiver love iceberg. That and Keenan Allen is everything underneath the water. So take it away, Keenan Allen. Right? Is that what you're saying? I I, I respect and and admire Keenan Allen from afar. Um, that's all I'm going to say because that's I don't know where I was going with that. His ADP was 9.7. Uh, he was drafted as the wide receiver 9. So some disappointment there, finishing as wide receiver 14. Uh, Chargers tied for second with 4,800 passing yards. Uh, oddly, Keenan had a similar season to Deontay, actually, the other guy I talked about in length a moment ago, in that they each had just over 1,100 yards, each had similar target-to-reception ratios, and therefore similar yards-per-reception average. 10.7 for Keenan. For comparison there, that's mostly because they are both possession receivers uh, and have a, uh, a wide out opposite them that is better suited to win downfield. Uh, so, you know, obviously Keenan Allen has, uh, uh, what's his name again? Williams? Jackson? <laughs> I can't this guy's name. Mike Williams, we, we just talked about. Um, um, Chris, uh, just a rule of thumb. If you don't know, if you don't remember a NFL player's last name, just insert Williams in your, it's like a 50-50 yeah. shot. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, that's why I forgot his name, folks, because it's so common. Anyway, uh, 
again, uh, better suited when downfield. Chase Claypool in Pittsburgh, better suited when downfield. Unlike unlike a lot of my guys on this list, there are no questions at quarterback for the Chargers. Justin Herbert and Keenan Allen Herbie. together again next year. Allen was very close to setting or matching career highs in receptions, targets, yards, and touchdowns. I was you know kind of surprised to see that. It did feel like a great year with Mike Williams siphoning off targets and touchdowns. No, well, why, why do you think, sir? Because Keenan Allen stayed healthy all but one game. And I think the game so, he missed was probably COVID-related. It was not really injury-related. That's a good point. That's a good point. Um, Williams seemed to hit a wall of sorts, or the Chargers thought better of making him the feature guy. I really don't know. I think 2021, not 2022 will bring receiver. a market correction to Keenan Allen's value, and he'll he'll drop an ADP a, a little bit since he didn't outperform his ADP this year. I mean, he, he was the ninth taken. Uh, that's too high, probably. However, all right, I still all think right, he, I, gotta, I, I, I still think he's a sure quick. bet to be a fringe top twelve guy. A fringe top twelve guy you. in twenty twenty two. Don't don't add it. This is part of the show. Um, I think if you're drafting wide, Keenan Allen as the wide receiver nine, and you get fourteen out of him, I'm not really that disappointed. That's fair. That's fair. You're not I'm like thinking, number uh, numerically. You're not returning that same that exact value, mm-hmm. but you're in the neighborhood. I just think in contrast to a lot of guys, in particularly on my list, there was a lot better value to be had. Right, but you're, right. But you're not. But you're, ever, right. you're, you're not absolutely right. You're always going to hit value, miss. man. I mean, like exactly. sometimes you just got to roll with the punches, and you're like, Keenan Allen was still definitely usable, and he, it's not like he was wide receiver twenty. You know, you were yeah, within, yeah. in the neighborhood. Yeah, fourteen, nine, yeah, fourteen. Yeah. That's not bad. Yeah, I mean, but therefore that. Stats point to him. A lot of people took him as their wide receiver one. You're just yeah, but I mean, if you took D, but if you took DK as your wide receiver, I'm sorry. If you took, uh, let me see here. So Keenan Allen was what the the wide receiver nine, and then you took like say a Mike Evans as your wide receiver two. You're fine. Yeah, that's yep. a pretty good wide receiving core. Or was even if ADP, you had was his um, ADP lower than Allen. Yes. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, no, that's a great pair. Now, great if pair. you took Keenan Allen and you had, say, a Robert Woods, I mean, that's injury, so we're not going to count that. But, you know, yeah, a Keenan Allen versus and a, an Allen Robinson, a Keenan Allen Robinson, a nice, Ooh, a, a nice a, Wheel of Fortune before and after. Yeah, uh, that's a tough combo. Yep. But that's an absolutely theoretical combo that happened to a lot of folks. Yeah. That's and a, maybe that's, that's a, my point. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah, it just kind of depends on what you paired him with. Right, right, yeah. But hey, stats are out there for the viewers to hear. Um, again, in contrast to some of the other guys on my list, I think there was better value. But moving forward, I still think he's a French top 12 guy. Kind of where he finished this year, 14. Chris, 12, 14. 12. You're, he could you're even be 10. You know, He guy. could be as high as 10 You know, because we do like the guy a lot. I think he's a great receiver. I think they're kind of similar in being that they're possession receivers. But no, that's all I got on uh, Mr. Keenan Allen. What do you think about for next year? You kind of said that, but I want you to reiterate it because I wasn't listening. A fringe top 12 guy in 2022. Meaning if you can get him as the wide receiver 14. 14? Yeah, what a great value. But also he could be 12. He could be 11. Fringe top wide, a fringe wide receiver. I could I could 12. see him being right around, right around, right in there. Somewhere around 12 to 14, maybe 15. Yep. I bet that's where he goes off the board. Wide receiver 12 to 14. And I like 15. that. Yeah. I like that. That's okay. That's okay. For show, for show. Next on our list is you, son of a biscuit. You get Michael Pittman as our wide receiver 15. Chris, I'm going to (laughs) mute myself as I scream silently in rage. Yeah. 
I don't so I don't think I'm you're as high on him as I am. <laughs> That's very believable. I absolutely think he's not muted. That was very believable. Oh, he did. Wow, did you actually do that? Now I can't hear you at all. <laughs> I'm going to continue on for sake of recording time. <laughs> oh my god, I don't know what he's doing. Michael Pittman Jr. Uh, finished as wide receiver 15. Uh, his ADP was 46, uh, which would have put him at wide receiver 45. So, hey, again, going back to the point uh, earlier about Keenan Allen. I have a lot of guys on this list that presented great value this year. The Colts. Maybe even, and maybe even more moving forward. Uh, the Colts were 26 in passing yards, so there's that. Uh, we don't feel very great about the Colts passing offense at the end of 2021. <laughs> Pittman is a much better example of more of a big play guy uh, with a better yards per reception average as opposed to those possession guys we've talked about uh, of 12.3. Uh, with a big frame of 6'4", 225, Pittman is trending like an, kind of like an actual number one wideout. With the way the season ended for the Colts and the lack of endorsement from Chris Ballard, uh, the Colts GM for Carson Wentz, I bet we see a new signal caller in Indy next year in 2022. Now, Pittman wasn't a Heisman-level college producer or anything like that. In fact, he really didn't break out till his senior year, so there is some concern there. But he has the frame, he has the bloodlines, and between his stellar 2019 college production and this past season, uh, with more opportunity, when he got more opportunity, he has shown me enough to believe he's the Colts' number one next year, though they absolutely need a better number two and a tight end or two while they're at it. Now, again, a lot of my wide receivers today have question marks at quarterback. It could be an upgrade or not, but I think Pittman and others have shown the traits in production in a less than ideal situation to stand to improve greatly in 2022, given a change at quarterback and therefore great value in your 2022 fantasy drafts. Um, I think I see him kind of as a, like where he finishes next year. I think he's wide receiver too easily. Top 24, probably more like maybe fringe guy like Keenan Allen. That's my fence writing for the day, folks. On to the next. <laughs> you have anything to add to Bittman, sir? You're the coach. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, what I what I really meant to say was uh, Michael Pittman is, is, not a, is not a wide receiver one. I'm sorry. He's not. He's, uh, not an NFL he's in the wide same vein. One. No, because I think that you're you're looking at his numbers and not how he what like he's not very fast. He's Neither really not. Mike Evans. Neither is Mike Evans. No, I mean if they can use him like Mike Evans, great. I think he's more along the lines. I don't of, think you need to be fast Tiggins to be a downfield receiver. I think he's more lines the lines of Tiggins and Mike Williams and. I think Tiggins uh, is the number receiver. one receiver on a lot of NFL teams. If it weren't for Jamar, Chase. I don't think so. I think Tiggins and my and and. and uh, Oh boy, Pittman are like the same guy. Like I've that if you swatch up swap jerseys, that makes me feel and, even and better like, about my analysis. They swap too. They're kind a of little, the a little a little. Uh, oh, what's that movie with Nick Cage and Travolta? Face off. Face off. Do a little little face off action. Yeah. John Woo. Yeah. No, I Anyways, think he'd be. A, I don't I know, think man. he'd be an NFL number one. And as far as I know, I I I have heard the I have heard the drama already about Chris Ballard and blah blah blah. Carson Wentz, yeah, he didn't play great the last couple of weeks of the of the game of the thing, and you can edit this out if you want. But the, he did not play great in the last couple of weeks of the Colts. But it was it wasn't football is a team sport, and the defense also let that team down immensely. 
yeah, especially particularly, in, particularly in, especially game. in week 18. Yeah. Max, right. So you can't put you can't yeah. dump that all into Wentz. And they gave up a second and a first for this guy who at times has played rather okay. Well, um, <laughs> sure. we talked about it on the show. Yeah, we can't gloss over that. That's fair. I think if you give him some better pass catching options and the offensive line gets a little bit better because it wasn't the, the elite Colts offensive line as the, as the two years before. Mm-hmm. I think Despite okay. what Jonathan Taylor did. I, I mean, uh, they already have they already have wins under contract already. So why not why not keep them around? You've already paid. You're already paying him. You already put draft picks into him. I'm gonna invoke his name. Why again. not bring in? Why not bring Jim, in some cheap competition? Bring Jimmy in some Garoppolo. cheap competition and, and see if it can see if you can't get something better. As a Colts fan, would you rather have Carson Wentz back or Jimmy Garoppolo next year? Wentz. I disagree. Because yet now you're paying two quarterbacks. Oh, I, hey, I'm not saying it makes the most front office sense. That's fair. I'll take that criticism. But I think they've got a window with this defense, this offensive line, and this running back. And they I think need their window is probably a, bigger than And they need think. somebody to do a better job of steering the ship. And, hey, they only got Rivers for a year or two. Was it two? It was two, right? One. 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 Thank you. Okay. Yeah. <sighs> There's not a lot out there, though. You're right. There's not a lot of references to find quarterbacks, but that's where I stand. Uh, who we got next? Did you did you like my my silent screaming there? Uh, next on the list is is uh, I hated I, your I nodding and reacting in silence while I was re- while I was talking and reading those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very you have a, you have a real but I finished. I did okay. I was it was on purpose. I was trying to see but if you could finish um, early on. I was like, is he? It's what, you want to say something? Uh, no, he doesn't want to say this. <laughs> that's why I yeah, struggled. I was, just, I was waiting for you to finish. <laughs> No, you were. I know. I just it's funny. Um, on to wide receiver go. sixteen on our list. It or speaking our of list, upside, though, here is Mister Jalen Waddle, the guy that I, I I gotta yeah. say, man, I'm I'm super impressed in this guy, man. He's the only yeah. rookie on my list, but yeah. I am, I am enamored with what Jalen Waddle did this year. What a rookie like, receiver honestly. class, man! Holy cow. Um, there was two guys, and the rest of them I kind of don't care about. Kind of not great. That's fine. Name name another wide receiver other other than Jamar Chase and J- Jalen Waddle. Amon Ra, Saint Brown. Okay, screw you. Um, name a fourth wide receiver <laughs> other I mean... than Amon Ra, Saint Brown. <laughs> Rookie, I, I my my list is running short here, sir. I, I don't have one. <laughs> okay, then. So in your face and slightly into mine too. Um, I, I like I said, I'm enamored <laughs> with Jalen Waddle on on yeah. this year, like. Mm-hmm. And to expound upon that, I mean, I love how the Dolphins use him this year. I don't know why they got rid of Brian Flores. I know that there's been some, yeah, I, there's I been a lot of rumors flying around why they got rid of them. But kudos to Brian Flores or whoever, or their offensive coordinator, whoever came up with this game plan. Coming out of college, uh, Jalen Waddle was more of a deep threat type receiver. Um, he's only five nine and a buck ninety, like. The guy ain't he, huge. Like the thing is, is that like I always like to look at NFL.com's um, uh, what is it, Lance Erline, who does the 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 rookie or, or the the upcoming rookie like write ups and and he does player comps and does his like game film analysis on them and everything. I'll just use that one because I've been using it for all these ion things, and this is probably a um. One of the guys that I'm kind of backdooring a, an ion real quick on, it, like once they release all that all 22 game film, um. But, you know, like, he's not big. He's not your Calvin Johnsons, your DK Metcalfs. 
but he's but this guy's got some game, dude. He has got some game. The Dolphins used him as more of a wide uh, possession receiver this year, and I have a sneaking suspicion that due to their that's a lot due to their god offensive line. And I mean, and uh, you know, like I looked, I looked at PFF like they like literally like two days before I did I wrote this up. PFF released their their offensive line rankings. Uh, that's ProFootballFocus.com. Um, uh, and the Dolphins were dead last overall. And one mm. of the reasons was their pass blocking. And, so here's an idea, though. Like, instead of Jalen Waddle, which definitely, like, just this, like, baby, you know, uh, let's let's pass, uh, like, do- here's Miami Dolphins. Like, let's get Jalen Waddle and pass on a potentially all-pro tackle, Benny Sewell, to get a wide receiver. And, and, and to the Dolphins' credit, and, and probably Brian Flores and their offensive coordinator, who I didn't bother to look up, or I didn't, I didn't write it down, I don't remember his name. Their wide receiving core would have been atrocious without Jalen Waddle. But Jalen Waddle was also not very good without Tua either. And the four games without Tua, yeah, there was four this year, unfortunately. Uh, Waddle was averaging 8.3 fantasy points per game. Uh, but with Tua, it was 13.38 fantasy points per game. Once again, half PPR scoring. And so, and he only got six touchdowns. But man, if and, and I remember, I, and I remember looking this up. If you bump that six up to like eight or nine, he now sneaks in from wide receiver sixteen, all, um, up to like almost a top twelve wide receiver. So, um, that's not bad. And and once again, back to Lance Erline's like write up on on and his his, his like NFL player comp. They he put Jalen Waddle as maybe he could be like the his player NFL player comp Tyreek Hill. Maybe Waddle will be the next Terry Kill, but he needs to put some more muscle on his mass. Like, you know, like that didn't make it a lot of sense, but you know what I'm saying? Muscle on his frame. Um, pass on um, his muscle. He's, ar- <laughs> he's already shown he's got the hands, the field awareness, kind of the route Definitely. running too to be the short yardage receiver. But I'd like to see I'd like to see the Dolphins beef up their offensive line a little bit. And if Tua's gonna be their quarterback moving forward, Tua can throw the ball downfield. It's not a question that he if he can, it's that is he going to have time to do so to get to get Waddle stretching that field a little bit more? I think we've already seen this year that Will Fuller was a bust. He was on a one year deal with the Dolphins, anyways. He's probably not coming back to the Dolphins. I don't think they already they still have Devontae Parker under contract. Yeah. I don't think they're bringing Will Fuller back. Will Fuller the Colts? Yes, please. Um, anyways, I, uh, I you know I I like to see that I, I like to see that. You know, some more legit, like I said, some more legit protection. Uh, one more thing is that I already said this. Waddle was better with Tua than Jacoby Brissett. Just saying. Um, uh, moving forward with Waddle, um, as far as net, he was the wide receiver 16 on this, year, on this season, like I said. Um, kind of, I would like to say that he is going to go there right around that area next year, too. Like, Unless there's some going to be some like groundbreaking news changing thing that, you know, I don't know. Like, I, I just think wide receiver 16 is about perfect for him next year. You know, probably might slip to maybe more like a wide receiver 20 and get some guys that were injured this year, come bounce back and yada, yada. But uh, like, you know, like I was saying about like Hunter Renfro or, you know, um, a Keenan Allen, like. If they're going, if they're going to use him in short yardage situations, that makes him a rock and an anchor in your wide receiver core, and that's a guy that I want in my wide receiver core, a, a possession wide receiver. You know, think Wes Welker only with touchdowns. 
um a uh what was the guy after Wes Walker? Um um the the Oh uh, um Star Wars? Uh, no the next slot guy. Oh uh he just retired not too long ago. Uh, what is Edelman. his name? Edelman. Edelman. Julian, Julian Edelman. Edelman. Yep. Yes. Anyways. Uh let's let's keep rolling. Chris, uh what are we at? Uh wide receiver seventeen is Chris Godwin. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised you didn't take him. Uh wide receiver eighteen. I'm surprised I didn't take C D. Uh, right. let's move but let's let's make a pit stop on DJ Moore at wide receiver nineteen for the Carolina Panthers. Panthers. Uh DJ Moore was ADP twenty one point three. End of the second. Uh and the wide receiver twenty two, so Right in the ballpark of what what you paid. Uh, although I can stay at least you what? Know, what? For, for me. Where are you getting your ADP from? Fantasy Pros. That doesn't seem right, does it? He's wide receiver like, 21.3. And, and overall, he was 54. What? Okay. Apparently, I'm reading the column wrong. My apologies. I think so. I think uh, you labeled your columns wrong. Uh, no, it's straight from the side. That's cool. Pull that Let's keep going. Let's keep going. Panthers uh, ended up 29th in passing yards. To be honest, drink. This one hurt a little. Similar to some no, of my you speculation. Drink. No, no. The game is you drink. I'm tired of drinking with this. I'm all out. <laughs> Similar well, to some of my speculation in this show, I figured all DJ Moore needed to ascend to wide receiver one status was a competent to good quarterback. And we got to see that for like three weeks till the bottom dropped out on Sam Darnold's career, probably. About 2.8 weeks. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Another young wideout with an athletic solid frame. DJ Moore runs hard and breaks tackles, kind of like a running back. We saw the Panthers kind of limit DJ's targets to near or behind the line of scrimmage early in his career due to his quarterback holding him back, uh, like the likes of Teddy Bridgewater and whatnot. Uh, How dare you bespoke? And, of course, the offense generally holding him back. Uh, Since uh, especially 2020, he has shown he can make huge plays downfield. I would love to see the Panthers bring in a vet, maybe a Tyler Huntley uh, and a rookie to help save this offense and Matt Rule's job. While DJ didn't feel like a premium option, he basically returned the exact value uh, based on his ADP of where he finished, except we established it. Well, I just had the round wrong. I, the wide receiver finish was very close. I did have that column right, I believe. <laughs> I think we can expect an improvement yeah. depending on what we see at quarterback for the Panthers in 2022. So probably a top 24 guy, but yeah, I just I got to know more about what, who's who's throwing him the ball. I do like that Tyler Huntley option though. We'll get into Tyler Huntley here in a little bit. Um, so you kind of think that he's going to be a top twenty-four guy again next year? I like that, yeah, I really just, like that Tyler Huntley like thing, but I think he's yeah. Under I don't know why he stuck out Ravens. to me. I just I just think he'd be a good fit. I think he's got a live enough arm to get it down the field. I think he's. Yeah, they can make plays uh, in the run game with both guys, DJ Moore and the quarterback, uh, Huntley. Uh, I don't know. I do like that fit also. That's why I brought it up. Continue, please, sir. Let's move along to wide receiver number 20 on our list is Brandon Cooks. What is this? The eighth year in a row with his fourth yeah. team of it's getting whole like a thousand yards. Him. I really enjoy it. I mean, it's hooker had, by yeah. crook with this guy. It's mm-hmm. or, or is it hooker by Cooks? It's important to remember that's because he is a yeah. very talented wide receiver. Like hooker by Cooks? By hook yep. or by cooks. Yep, I yep. like it. That's that, that, I mean, come on, man. That was dad joke written all over. Uh, oh. Stopping or making another pit stop here at wide receiver 21, Amon Ross St. Brown. Um, I love this dude coming in this, in, into this year, like coming into like the, the, the NFL draft. Um, the Lions, I think, had a bit of a steal with him. I think he went in like the fourth round, fifth, fourth, fifth. Let's third? see if I can get the ADP right. <laughs> 
No, I'm talking about where he went in the NFL draft. Oh, my draft. apologies. Yeah. Third? Fourth? Fifth? Average. Anyways, um, regardless, I'm on St. Brown. Like, he's a six foot one guy who is just like, he's a big slot guy, but he's a slot guy. That's what he is. And that's, and, and uh, Chris wants to take away. I'm sorry. This is your guy. Why don't you talk about your guy? I mean, don't let me. Uh, I've got an ADP. So I've you see, Amon Ross St. Brown, like he, he was dealing stop. with Jared Goff at stop. quarterback. And... Oh, my God, stop. <laughs> Amon Ross St. Brown, uh, the wide receiver, 21. I was dealing uh, with Jared a, Goff as a, quarterback all year. But, had a very uh, nice ADP of 69, assuming I got that correct, ooh. and the wide receiver 75. Now, now I'm done. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Lions were 18th in passing yards, higher than I thought. Um, holy crap. I mean, talk about value. This kid... This rookie put up a great first season, much like fellow USC alum Michael Pittman. St. Brown wasn't a huge producer in college until later on. St. Brown's collegiate career being affected by COVID in 2020 is important to mention there, but 2019 was a really nice year for him. He actually reminds me a lot of Deontay Johnson, savvy route runner even at such a young age. Similar build at 5'11", 197. If the Lions want to improve their playoff chances, they will bring in some quarterback competition. And with the second pick in the draft, they just might do that. Kenny Pickett out of Pittsburgh seems to be the early favorite, considering Jacksonville is picking number one and, well, they have a quarterback. Honestly, drink. <laughs> I love the odds of this kid breaking out all over the place next season with a rookie starting out of the gate for Dan Campbell and the Lions. Um, we've seen rookie you quarterbacks produce sure. early on. Uh, well, he hadn't lost his job yet. I'll put it that way, right? Last I checked, <laughs> I turned off some notifications. Are you talking so. about Are you talking about Goff or Dan Campbell? Dan Campbell. Oh no, he's 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 coming back next year. Okay, I, so Dan least. Campbell's coming back. Uh, Knock on wood. Cross my fingers. Come on, buddy. Yeah. Uh, to your point, I don't know that Goff is gone. Going back to your Insert point, Braveheart hold not... gif there for that one. There you go. But again, I think I like a rookie coming in and hopefully producing early. And uh, given this, I mean, he already had a pretty nice season. Uh, volume. I think you'll. I think we'll get a lot of underneath stuff. But that was all mainly done on the back half of the season when it was. And, mm. and like we were talking about uh, pre-show Tail too. Two halves, I'm yep. Sorry, mm. sorry, we're trying to like uh, fast track this. But I mean, like I, I love him on Ross St. Brown, and I yep. really wish I could have gotten him in Dynasty. But it was. I, I wonder if like the first half was him just kind of getting up to NFL speed, you know, like. Mm -hmm. And then the second half was like, oh, yeah, now like it's just kind of like. Clicked in his it. head, you know, like light bulb went off and he's like, I got it now. That sort of thing. And of course, Which, he's you being know, overshadowed. Like that, sometimes that happens with rookies. And of course, he's being overshadowed as well. He should by uh, Waddle and Chase. Yeah, I suppose. I mean, I, I would say that he's living in their Boy. shadow, but I mean, he's taller than both of them. So, <laughs> yeah, right. There's that. <laughs> uh, let's let's uh, to to for the sake of uh, uh, efficiency, I guess. Let's move along to number twenty-two on our list, but number one in both of Chris and my heart. That is Tiggins. Mm -hmm. That is T Higgins, as we like to call him, Tiggins. Um, uh, this is probably this is definitely going to be a preamble to an Ion video about Tiggins for this year. I know both of us like him, love him. Um, mm -hmm. but I'm not sure that Tiggins will ever be the alpha dog, the alpha dog for, for the Bengals. Be, yeah. and, and I, and, and I think that's, I think it's going to be because of Lamar or Jamar. Sorry. I said, I said Lamar. Um, 
But it, I mean, it, it easily could be Tiggins, though. I mean, there's a guy like you know Keenan Allen doing it in in uh, I almost said San Diego, Los Angeles. There, I mean, he's big. He's got decent enough hands, and he's got size. He did run a four five six forty at his official combine testing. He also had a very poor vertical, um, especially for, especially for his size. Um, I mean, but those are tests, and sometimes people test poorly. And, and there also could have been an underlying injury that he didn't want to disclose to hurt his draft value. You know, I don't know. I don't know. We'll never know. I, all I'm saying is, Tiggins and Jamar though are kind of, and that's Jamar Chase, are kind of like Hunter Renfro and Darren Waller. They, there, they were. There were only four games in which both of them scored double digit points, but two games in which they both scored more than thirteen points. So in those, like. And this weird Venn diagram that I wish I had made that you could splash on the screen here. Um, that, you know, like, yeah, they, they didn't really intersect all that much. It was really feast or famine with these guys. One was kind of, I'm sorry, and by feast or famine, I mean cannibalizing each other. Um, yeah, I mean, what, how do you, how much, like, I, I don't know. I just, I don't want to spend too much time on Tiggins because we're going to talk about him in the nauseam. In the, in well, the he also only played 14 games, so he would be higher. You mean in a healthy season, it, even yeah, with 14, a healthy Jamar sorry. Chase, uh, which Chase played all seventeen I've got here. It's it. for Both sure him healthy. He, he finishes higher. I mean, and Tiggins did a lot of his damage in the back end of the season, but it, still, man, I just like I really like the guy. I liked him coming out of college. Yes, he's not the fastest guy in the world. No, he's the, he's, not the, the offense, he's not the he's not the receivers. Yep, he's not. You know, like he's a bit of a I don't know. Viewed as a bit of a clunker in the in the real NFL, like. um uh, community as far as a wide receiver, but man, the guy can get it done. And Joe Burrow looks—he really looks legit, man. I, I like—I didn't get to finish that I'm playoff game that, that we started, but still, like, I like—I like Burrow. I, Joey Bagels, man. If, I mean, there's a reason why we're calling him Joey Bagels. He's got a name for, you know. And I'm and I'm now I'm doing the soprano like the Italian, like you know, we call hey, him Joey Bagels. No, hey, what are you talking about? We're talking about Joey Bagels here. You know, like <laughs> I don't know why that's his nickname, but we love him. And so, we therefore, like what do you think about, like, Tiggins, like, kind of like um, Jalen Waddle? I kind of like him going as the wide receiver 14 off the board or 18 off the board next year. You know, like, right about where he finished is, I think, about where he's going to be drafted next year. And I think that'd be great value. I think it's going to be appropriate value. Okay. Very appropriate. I, I would love to see Tyler Boyd go by the wayside. I, I hate I hate to say that. But I would love to see it like in in a in a in a world where they need to shed some some um some some cap uh space, Tyler Boyd mm -hmm. go bye bye, Tiggins, Jamar Chase. For, for context, Tyler Boyd, wide receiver thirty one on the season, nine point four fantasy points per game. Dude, you I mean and and uh, yeah. dude, I mean that's that's balling right there with you're no, having I love Three, I think you're going to have you're some similar conversations top, this offseason. You're having that three we had about top Dallas 36 receivers. wide receivers off the same team and two yeah. of the top 24, mm -hmm. you know? Top 20 actually. I think there's some similar conversations like they had like we had about Dallas this offseason, Dallas receivers this offseason. Uh, in hindsight, didn't work out so great, but I think you're going to be ha people uh, that talking was, about But some of that was injury though. Fair. Yeah. Or well, COVID, you know, whatever. Fair. Yeah. And, and Amari Cooper's uh and he barely missed the list anyways. Let's there. move along to um, number 23 on the list and the, my last guy, and that is Marquise Hollywood Brown. I mean, dude, Brown started out the year on fire. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
frustrating. Through his first eight games, only two games with less than 16 fantasy points. He was great. He was part of the reason why. Like, he had everyone going, Hollywood! You know? Like, and then he was a dud in week 10 and followed followed that by missing week 11. And he never really bounced back after that. I mean, he didn't have a single double-digit fantasy point. Uh, You know, some of that was due to Tyler Huntley coming in and everything. I think a lot of it was the emergence of Mark Andrews. Yeah, yeah. Which we will be talking about next week. We are definitely going to be talking about Mark Andrews next week. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. And and a lot of Mark Andrews touchdowns, but that's how a lot of Hollywood was getting his his points too. Like he has, he only has like three uh, three uh, games over a hundred yards receiving too. Like I just Lamar Jackson actually was better statistically than Tyler yep. Huntley as far as throwing the ball. Mm. Yep, but there was some struggle there for Lamar for I don't know but, weeks. But I mean, if you watch, I, like I don't know, man. I like I watch some of these games with Tyler Huntley. And, you know, because I'm a slave to um, what, you know, network television shows me because I don't have, I'm not rich and I can't afford the NFL Sunday ticket. Um, so I'm a slave to what I, what I have to watch on regular TV. But Tyler Huntley looked okay, even though his numbers might not reflect that. And him going, Tyler Huntley going to Carolina. Okay. Regardless okay. of where he ends up, uh, whether he stays or, I think he played himself into a shot at a job, at a starting job. A shot. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know. I like uh, one one other thing is. Do you remember the uh, like? It was like week three. I'm like, is uh, Sammy Watkins the wide receiver one for the Baltimore Ravens? He's out snapping Marquise Brown. Was he? And he's and he's has more receptions than Marquise Brown, and he has more targets than Marquise Brown. And I was just like, then then he pulled a Sammy Watkins and disappeared. (laughs) I guess. Yep. Yeah, he's just not that good, dude. <laughs> yeah, he's oh, not. That was a he, fun period in time there for like four or five seasons. It feels like. Dude, I'm oh not. I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it no. anymore. I'm, I'm done no. with you, Sammy Watkins. I, I am officially I quitting Sammy Watkins. I'm quitting Sammy Watkins like I quit smoking. Just there you go. Done. Well, let's quit the show, but not before we mention the last guy. <laughs> uh, real quick, before we move on to last guy, what I mean, oh, like, what what do you what do you think about Marquise Brown? Going forward for next year. Generally speaking, I'm not a fan. He, he I, plays an I, offense. I, I want to drop him out of my receiver. top 24 for next year. Yeah, yeah. You give me a good, decent value round 36 or I don't know. Yeah. Round 36? I, what no, drafts are you doing that you're drafting 36 <laughs> rounds? Down to like wide receiver 36. You know, oh, okay. just because that's the chart I had in front of me. My apologies. So, you know, yeah, at the appropriate round. Uh, maybe a top 36 guy. Yeah, fine. But generally, I'm not going to chase him. Generally, he doesn't end up on rosters because I don't like that he plays for an offense that is so very much untraditional uh, and features uh, a running quarterback and a really, really, really good tight end. <laughs> you know, I mean, throw him up there with Waller and uh, Kelsey in terms of targets. Uh, it's just, you know, he, they run the offense through him in the air. So I, I'm not the biggest Marquise Brown fan there is. I know you're not, but I, I think he's okay. Um, you know, so if he were to be wide receiver 36 off the board uh, based on this year's ADP, um, which was Devo Samuel, hell of a return in value. Yeah. Um, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, Devo went as the pick 82 overall. So that'd be like, you know, 
That's somewhere in like the seventh round, I think. Feels right. Yeah, seventh. Um, yeah, that's not that's not terrible. Like I, I'm willing to shoot it. I mean, willing to throw a dart on in the seventh. When you got to think about him. attrition too, we've got guys that finished outside of the top twenty-four that have almost, can almost be guaranteed to be back in it next year, like an AJ Brown. Um, okay, maybe not. Theo, uh, let's, let's let's let what, what, what we're getting yep, ahead of yep. ourselves. Let's finish off let's the list point. one more time. One more time. Uh, last guy on our list. Chris, my guy, probably should have covered him. Probably should have covered him. Darnell Sorry, Mooney. Probably should have. Yep. Why are we, why are we here with the Chicago Bears? But it didn't feel Mooney. like a top 24 season. Oh, oh, not nope. really. No. Not at all. I think Fields um, This was the first him. year that I was making a hard transition to no PPR leagues either. So I'm I'm a little, a little jaded by that, I guess. Um, I don't know if that's the right uh anyways let's 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 go with uh, before we before we get into next year's thing let's wrap it up real quick why uh wide receiver one cooper cup two Debo samuel three Devonte adams four justin jefferson five jamar chase six tyreek hill then uh, stefan Diggs at seven mike evans at eight Deontay johnson nine mike williams 10 uh, number 11 is hunter renfro 12 dk metcalf his teammate little lockett at 13 keenan allen 14 Pittman, Mike, that is Michael Pittman of the Colts at 15, Jalen Waddle of the Dolphins at 16, Chris Godwin 17, CD Lamb at 18, DJ Moore at 19, 20, Cooks, that's Brandon Cooks for the Texans, 21, our boy Amon Ryan St. Brown, 22, our bigger boy D T Higgins yeah. or Tiggins, uh, 23, Marquise Hollywood Brown, and 24, Darnell Mooney. Just wanted to recap. Didn't do that last year, last last year, last week last with week. the running back. So just mm-hmm. just quick rundown of the the top twenty four that we just covered. Next year, guys that you looking that could be in it next year, in the top twenty four wide receivers. Uh, AJ Brown. I mentioned a lot of injury, uh, obviously there. Um, Devonta Smith yep. might uh, tr- uh, transcend, ascend, ascend. Yeah. Might ascend into the top 24 there. Devonta Smith for the Eagles. Okay. Uh, I'm not going to... Well, I guess I'm going to mention him. Thielen, maybe? But, hey. Health, again, and... Uh, what is I'm his contract guy. situation, too? Yeah. I don't know. He's Keep getting going. up there in age. We all know that. But he's still a... He's like 31 now. But he's still playing pretty decent. Does it feel like was. Adam Thielen's 31? I'm sure he's every bit of 31. Absolutely. Maybe even 32. Does he feel like he is? Yeah. Do you feel it? Do you feel the thirty? Well, he had a slow start to his career. Uh, oh, he's got a couple more years. He's McLaren he's, he's set. In, he's set in Minnesota. Yeah, uh, McLaren with the change at QB. I don't know. Maybe they bring back Stubeard. Yeah, could maybe maybe we're wrong. Maybe he could have helped. I think you're but missing that, one, of your, one of your guys here, Chris. You're missing Omar one of your Cooper? guys. Yep, there it is. I was avoid. I avoided Dallas receivers on purpose. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. I just. I know. I don't. I, know, I, I don't know I what was... to tell you guys. I don't know what to tell you guys. It's. It's a great NFL duo, or should I say, at one point, a trio of receivers. And hey, look what Cedric Wilson did. But I just don't have. Cooper was disappointing. I was wrong. Um, he was. He had COVID and was and injured. It's, not like it's fine. C- whatever. It yeah, happens. That's true. And it's not like CD ran away with it. Is also the other tough thing to call like yeah thanks dad if i'd have been wrong yeah yeah there you go that's fair if i'd have been wrong and cd would have been the wide receiver eight 
almost would have been better. We all would have been probably better off in terms of fantasy. You know what I mean? For sure. But it was very convoluted, so that's kind of why I was avoiding talking about it. Um, a couple of my guys I want to list that are kind of quarterback-based. Um, Cortland Sutton, who knows what the Denver is going to do with quarterback next year. Another uh, Jimmy Garoppolo amazing fit, I think. They fired um, the coach too, didn't they? Did they? Fact. Yep. They did. Um, I'm tempt. I'm I'm in, I'm intrigued with Odell Beckham and what he's done with the the Rams this year, and what he's done with Great some managers. real competent quarterbacking. Uh, getting. Uh, I don't think he's going to be back with the Rams next year because Robert Woods is going to come back, and they still have Van Jefferson on the cheap. They're yeah. not. They only brought Coke. Uh, they only brought ODB back in because of injuries and got a playoff run. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, exactly. That's the only reason. I don't think he's. I don't think he's back with the Rams next year. Even though I, he might actually be under contract. But to your point, um, if he's somebody with besides besides Baker, <laughs> he's shown. Obviously, you already said Amari Cooper and Adam Thielen. Those were injury based. AJ Brown, of course, um, non injury based. Maybe I don't know. A lot of them are injury based. Uh, you're freaking about Nuke DeAndre Hopkins. Oh um, yeah, yeah. That was going to gloss over that because of huge injuries. Only played ten games. Yep. A lot of them are just injury based. One that's kind of not. I would really like to see. Um, I can't. I can't find him on the list. Um, dude, the the the. Um, it's not. It's It's not Elijah Mitchell. It's um Elijah Moore. Elijah Moore. For, yes. um, that's exactly name I had yes. highlighted here before we close out the show. I was like, Oh, there he is. Hey, just for an outside shot, uh, wide receiver forty eight. Zach Wilson like was okay game. at the wow. end of the, at, at, towards the end of the season this year. So, and maybe it was just because teams are like kind of packing it in and just you know get kind of throwing off some B listers against the Jets because they weren't a very good team this year. I'm glad that Robert Saleh is getting another shot at, at yep. coaching next year too, just because like that that team was in that franchise is a, is a dumpster fire, and he's doing the best he can with what I, I'm glad they're getting him a long leash. Let's put it that way. Um, I love Darnell Mooney to return to wide receiver 24 with, um, and, and, and maybe, um, uh, Allen Robinson returns to the bears. I hope he doesn't. I hope he goes to the Colts and helps Mm -hmm. Carson Wentz, but I don't know. Uh, let's, let's call that a wrap. How about that? Let's do it. We have an amazing fantasy football, of course. Um, I am Josh. That guy over there is Chris and we will be back again next week with, at least tight, tight ends. Maybe we'll maybe we'll do t- tight ends quarterbacks. Maybe we'll just do a, a small tight end and a small quarterback show. I don't know. We're going to talk about it after this. How about that? How about that? Until next week, though, um, if you're listening to us in podcast format, you can check us out on them. Just go to YouTube and search for Amazing Fantasy Football. And if you're watching us on YouTube, just uh, check us out wherever podcasts are available. Spotify is always like, I don't know, it's kind of my preferred place nowadays for, for podcasts. Um, I had could care less about Apple Music or whatever they're calling their their platform that keeps continuously changing names. Um, really? Until yeah. then, and, and and Google Podcasts is well, it's Google Podcasts. Um, until then, peace out.